Sometimes it can feel like we have to choose between making an impact and making money. Look, let's be real. I know money isn't the most important thing in the world, but when you've got student loans, rent, and food, and they all start calling your name, money becomes pretty important. But what if there is a way to combine your want to impact the world while also working at a large, fun company? That's where corporate social responsibility, or CSR if you're too busy, comes into play. Never heard of it before? Trust me. Same, until like a couple months ago, because no one talks about this. So what is CSR? CSR is a self-regulating business model that helps a company be socially accountable to itself, its business partners, and the public eye. By practicing corporate social responsibility, sometimes also called corporate citizenship, companies can be conscious of the kind of impact that they are having on all aspects of society that it's in. This can include economic, social, and environment statuses and changes that it may garner with their actions. Basically, this is like a company's feel-good department, and while it is a broad program that varies depending on the company, some examples of things that CSR works on are on the philanthropy side and volunteer efforts. CSR is a simple yet complex field. Think about it. You as an employee, if you're working in this department, have control of how a company is viewed in public and how you can influence that by actions and words. Now, am I saying that you turn into a Wendy's Twitter account and you start roasting anyone who keeps wanting a 4 for 4 with spicy nuggets? No. But what I am saying is that your job holds a lot of responsibility in terms of the public eye. But let's take an inside look at what CSR is all about. So my first guest is going to be Marley, who is an employee activation manager at IBM. What do you got for us, Marley? There's definitely not one path, but I would say that there's three tracks for getting into CSR. The first is business. The second is becoming an expert on a social issue. For example, working in nonprofits or in education. And the third is developing a particular skill, for example, communications or tech. And I'll be honest that there aren't a lot of entry-level roles in CSR. So my recommendation is to pick one track and then look for the internships and develop skills and knowledge within that area. Then from there, it's important to learn how to tell your story in terms of how that skill or knowledge that you have applies to a CSR role. So for example, I picked the business track and I worked in consulting for about four and a half years. I got a crash course in business because I got to work with so many different clients. And specifically in consulting, my work was in human resources and employee experience. And now that's exactly what I get to do internally on our CSR team. In contrast, I have colleagues who were teachers or worked in education policy, and now they also work on our CSR team in that lane. And so there's not one path, but developing skills in one of those tracks and learning how to tell your story, specifically how you would add value to the CSR team, is the best way to get there. All right. First off, what is an employee activations manager? Basically, Marley's job is to work with her team and create these employee events where their employees can either come and learn and do some coaching or some learning, as well as even volunteer sometimes. But when it comes to your career, choosing a path, honing your skills, and knowing exactly what you want out of your career is key. Being able to tell your own story and forge your own path is what CSR is all about in terms of workloads and being the driving force behind a company, its team, the community, and the brand it presents. 
And even though you might feel a little stagnant in your career, remember that a flower doesn't grow in a day. Rome wasn't built in a year, and that six-pack that we still don't have doesn't come in one sit-up either. Next, let's check out what Madeline, the VP of Tech for Social Good at JPMorgan Chase, has to say about actually getting into the field of CSR. The most exciting thing to me right now is the amount of roles open in the CSR space across all industries. There are so many roles open right now, way more than when I was looking for a job post-college. And that's really encouraging. You know, companies are thinking about how their actions are impacting the communities where they operate. And they need talented individuals to come in and build out programming that's going to support social good efforts around the globe. And CSR is such an umbrella term now, and a lot goes into a company's CSR programming. You know, you see your traditional roles such as grant making or fundraising, but what's cool is that things like diversity and inclusion efforts, sustainability, supporting small businesses, tech for good, and more are coming up in this space. So I think it's really important for job seekers to think about what you're passionate about and then find companies and roles at those companies that is supporting that. But how does one get into a job in the field of CSR? Is it as simple as going on Indeed and submitting an application? Yes, well, also no. And to better explain, here's Adam, the VP of Corporate Social Responsibility at Viacom CBS. One is uh, every skill that makes you a good worker in a collaborative setting, period. So uh, writing skills, strategic thinking, uh, communications, project management, um, those are kind of table stakes in any position. Um, and especially when you add a layer of wanting to have an impact and make a difference, you're going to need to bring those skills to the table. I think the extra layer is um, having an understanding of community-centered design, how impact works, um, what the nonprofit landscape looks like, um, understanding uh you know, budgets from a nonprofit perspective, it's very different uh, as a nonprofit entity versus a for-profit entity. Um, so I think maybe just having the tool, tool set that you would need to be a good worker, period, and then having um, a tool set that is specific to the nonprofit sector. So that's an understanding of it and kind of some of the intricacies involved um, in working with impact. Your skills will determine where you land on the wheel of CSR, and you need to understand who you are as a worker and what you can bring to the table in a business setting. Let's check back with Madeline and see what one of the craziest days in her world of CSR looks like. So some of the most fun I've had while working in CSR are our global hackathons that we run. At JPMorgan Chase, we run hackathons called Code for Good, where we bring in university students and they work on teams for 24 hours to code out apps um, for nonprofit partners. And they're super fun events, high energy. We have tons of coffee and pizza and just good vibes going. And it's always a really fun time. But one time back in 2018, we were running our hackathon in New York. And as we were about 20 hours into the event, so almost done, we started to smell this disgusting smell coming through the building. We were all looking at each other like, what is that? Um, and we realized quickly that the building managers were actually cleaning out the grease traps um, of the building. And if you've ever smelt grease traps being cleaned, um, it's not such a pleasant smell. So we had to quickly mobilize the about 150 students, 100 JP Morgan 
Oregon volunteers and our nonprofit representatives out of the building and shuffled them over to another building down the street. And while it was crazy at the time, it is one of my favorite memories of the hackathons that we've run over the past 10 years. One of the biggest parts of Madeline's job is working with the events team and helping plan these hackathons for J.P. Morgan Chase. Usually, she's probably more focused on the marketing and event planning side of things, but for today, she had to focus on being an emergency evacuator. CSR is just like the majority of industries in the world. There are so many different verticals when you really start to dive into it. I mean, if you just look at this episode alone, we've got Madeline who works in the tech for social good side and especially in like the event planning side of things. Marley is specifically focused on employee engagement. And Adam sort of oversees all corporate social responsibility at Viacom CBS. Personally, I sort of view CSR as the intersection of nonprofit work, but at a for-profit company. So if you're super interested in the nonprofit world, but you also are interested in the corporate world, maybe look for a large company that has similar values to you. But let's check back in with Marley. I think it really starts with taking the time to reflect. Thinking about what gets you fired up and when you hear something that happened in the news, what are the topics and issues that you go down that rabbit hole researching? And once you have clarity on the issues that you care about, then you can research online what companies are actually tackling them. So most big companies will have dedicated websites. For example, IBM's is IBM.org. And most companies publish an annual report on everything they do in CSR. The other advice I have is to think about it by industry. So if you care about, for example, access to education and to good jobs for more people, tech is a great place to look because most tech companies have something and have a CSR program around reskilling and upskilling people in tech. If you care about women's rights and providing economic opportunity to women globally, the beauty industry and makeup companies often have really interesting programs to address that issue in their supply chain. I got lucky that the company where I landed after college, IBM, focuses its CSR programs on access to education, which is what I'm most passionate about. Even though I joined as a consultant in a totally unrelated role, I think it made the jump from the business to CSR a lot easier. Staying on top of trends and being able to research them accurately and keep in check the moral and beliefs of the company you are a part of is what CSR is all about. Because you're representing the company and how they view the issues that affect the world around you and them. But there's an important question to ask, and I wanted to ask it to Adam. How do politics play into CSR? Wow, that's a good question. So office politics play two roles. One is impact in CSR is the good conversation that everybody wants to have. Um, it's the doing good piece of, of the equation. So there's a lot of people that think that it's as simple as a light switch and just going in and, and volunteering or doing good. And I think sometimes you'll get a lot of folks pushing for volunteer events and to work with this nonprofit and to this nonprofit. So I think it's, you always have to have a little bit of a barrier of entry and, and look at any suggestion with a little bit of a, a critical lens because you want to make sure that it's strategic and you also want to make sure that it's uh, systemic and sustainable. Um, so in terms of politics, uh, sometimes weight of individuals shouldn't outweigh the benefit or lack of benefit that a suggestion in the nonprofit sector can have. 
being strategic, unbiased, fair, and understanding when it comes to the role of political support and news in the world of CSR is critical. Being well-researched and having a good understanding of what is going on in the world will greatly benefit you and the businesses that you are a part of. But before we finish up, let's have Marley give us one final piece of advice. My advice would be to make it known that you want to work in CSR and use your network. Initially, I was afraid to tell people that I was interested in a career in CSR because I was worried that I wouldn't be taken seriously in my role in the business. But a few years ago, I attended a training at work for emerging women leaders, and I finally shared my career goal of moving into CSR. It turned out that the facilitator of the training used to work with the head of the CSR department, and she made an introduction. And what started as an informational interview ended with a job offer. So really, I think it's about not being afraid to tell people what I was looking for, using my network, and really telling my story of why my skills that I developed in the business would add value to a CSR team. You probably won't see CSR careers being flaunted everywhere during your career fair. And this is why. The hidden job market. Marley's example there just shows the power of just even telling people that you're interested in a space. And a great way to do that is... A career in CSR is something that I would have never had the chance to look up in college because I wouldn't even have known about it. That means that I would have never applied to it and who knows what my career would look like if that option was even given to me. If this career is interesting for you, you just have to find that inside man or woman that can help you learn a little bit more about the field as well as maybe even give you a foot in the door. And you didn't hear this from me, but all three people's LinkedIn profiles will be linked in the show notes, so you've got no excuses. Well, that's about it. I'm out.